Turn to the book of Matthew. As I stated just a few minutes ago, uh, uh, Lord woke me up pretty early this morning with scripture on my heart, and I just couldn't get rid of it. Just sit there, just kept saying it, and kept saying it, and kept saying it. I thought, Lord, what are you doing this to me for? I need sleep. He had another need. While you're making your way to Matthew, turn to the seventh chapter. It's heard me state this verse many times in the last few sermons that we've been together with. Uh, we're going to be in the 21st verse. Now, it's a familiar scripture that that most all of us knows that's here tonight. Uh, you've heard people, pastors preach on this many times. Uh, I can't tell you the times that I've heard a, a great pastor stand before their people and, and preach this scripture. It's Every time it's preached, it's preached different. It's had a different meaning. Uh, it's had an impact on those that are not real sure. You know what I mean. Uh, title of my message tonight, if indeed you title a message, is as follows. Are you getting ready for heaven? I, I ask everybody that's here tonight uh, that simple question. Are you getting ready for heaven? What do you mean, Pastor? What do you mean getting ready for heaven? What? I'm saved by the marvelous grace of God. Yeah, I'm getting ready. No, I'm asking you, are you getting ready for heaven? I think there's a little bit more to it than just confessing with mouth. I think we have a purpose that God wants us to do here in this world, Brother Clarence. I don't think he saved us uh, just to be saved. I don't think that he would have shed his blood on that cross just so that we could just be saved. I think there's more to it in our lives that, that we need to look at and we need to examine as, as, as God prepares us for our crossover, if you will. Uh, you know, believe it or not, each and every one that's here tonight from, from, from Marie and Hope to this little child right here that's looking at me, one day we're going to cross over. And it's either going to be uh, a place where we've, are we ready to go to or, or are we going to go to a place that we've not prepared for? Well, how do you do that, Pastor? Well, you know, it's pretty easy. Uh, if, if you was going to have a test, Patsy, you'd study for a test. It goes without saying. I, I know in school times, uh, uh, if we knew a test was coming, we'd start cramming and, and when we'd start studying and, and preparing ourselves, Daniel, uh, to, to make the best score on that test that we could make. Praise God, if I got a 65, I was happy as a pig in mud. And I just passing grade was all I was wanting. See, that wasn't just enough. That wasn't what we as, as, as children that was learning uh, to, to, to become mature in all that we do, uh, that just isn't enough. Just like getting ready to go to heaven, uh, uh, doing just a little bit, uh, is, is that enough? Only you know that. I can't sit here and answer that question for you here tonight. Uh, if you think that's enough, fine. This message is not for you tonight. But if you don't think it's enough and you feel like that there's a little bit more than just being saved and, and doing what our Heavenly Father would ask of His people, uh, well, then this message is for you tonight. And I want you to know that, that you're going to be a, 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 have abundantly joy once this message is done. God's got a purpose for us here tonight. God's got a purpose for His people. Uh, that There's more to it than, than what meets the eye. Uh, Clarence, uh, if, if that was the case, I wouldn't be standing up here tonight. Uh, and all of you wouldn't be sitting here tonight here on a Wednesday night. Uh, you'd be out hoeing the garden or, or watching TV or, or doing whatever that you would do in the evening when you got in from work. Uh, but because you're here tonight, there's a little bit more to it. They are. 
And we know that God's Word tells us that God wants His people to assemble together. That's the first step we're doing here tonight. We're assembling. We're, we're, we're get, drawing closer, getting close to each other, knowing that if you look around in this room here tonight, if something tragic happened in our lives, you could turn to anybody in here tonight and they would be there for you. They would. No matter who you would call, they would be there for you. That's what this is about. It gives us that little bit more because those who aren't here and those who don't take the time to, to invest in the kingdom, uh, uh, who are they going to call? Stan. As we read in reverence of God's Word, if you would please, if you're able, I'm going to tell you the Lord's response to that. The seventh chapter and the twenty-first verse, Heavenly Father is telling His disciples this. But everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. Then will I profess unto them, I never knew you, I never knew you. Part from me, ye that work iniquity. It says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken unto them as a wise man, that which built his house upon a rock. And when the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and, and beat upon the house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened to a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rains ascended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon the house and it fell. Great was the fall of it. It came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, people were astonished at his doctrine. For he taught them as one having authority as well as not as the scribes. Father, your reading we give thanks. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. There are so many in our churches today that has their name on a church roll, been saved by God's marvelous grace, and they felt like that's enough. I sit and wonder if I was in their shoes, I would wonder, is it? Had I done enough to prepare myself for heaven? Am I ready to go to heaven? If, 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 if if Christ came to each and every one of us tomorrow and said, Carolyn, are you ready to go to heaven? Would you examine yourself and, and sort of look at what's going on in your life to make sure that you was ready? I dare say you would, Brother Clarence. Uh, uh, if it was Kathy and he came to the house, uh, she'd make sure the house was clean. Uh, all the clothes was washed and put away. Uh, the floors was waxed. The dishes was washed. Beds made. She would be ready because she would prepare herself. I wonder, those who don't invest in the kingdom, when he made his appearance to them, what would they say? Are you ready to go to heaven? Are you? Yeah. Well, I remember when I was a nine-year-old boy uh, uh, in, in the year of 1966, uh, uh, I thought I made myself ready, sort of. I took the first step. I went and got... Uh, uh, my learner's permit, if you would, just like a driver's license would do. You know, when you go get your license, and most kids today get a learner's permit. And then once they get the learner's permit, that allows them to get into driver's education. Because without it, you can't take it. But that prepares them to go and get their driver's license, which starts them on a life that will hopefully take them in far into the future. See, they study and prepare themselves and get ready to take that test. Because if they don't do that, they don't have no drivers. 
And without no driver's license, well, most people can't drive, but there's a lot of people out there today that's driving without driver's license. They don't seem to bother them any, but those who does it the right way and, 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 and has respect for our, our law, they, they go through the process getting ready. We as God's people are not getting ready. We're failing Christ in, in so many ways that, that I can't explain. Uh, yes, we're, we're, we're going in and, and we're living by the ways of the world. And let me tell you something, church. Uh, if you're thinking the world's going to save you, uh, you've got another thing coming. Uh, if you think the world will get you into heaven, uh, you're hell-bound. I'm telling you right now, you might as well go ahead and get your suitcase packed, Daniel. You're on your way to hell because this world is not going to get you to heaven. By no means, shape, form, or fashion is it ever going to get you there. There ain't but one thing that's going to get you to heaven. That's the Word of God. That you that you put this Scripture to your heart uh, and you live by it uh, and you prosper by it, and you show people in your lives that you love our Heavenly Father, you respect Him, you have reverence for Him, you fear Him, that He rules and He guides your life in everything that you do, because if you put God in the center of your life in everything that you do, praise be to Jesus, you can make yourself ready. But if you don't, you can't. You can't. And you know, Brother Clarence, uh, I don't have a degree in theology or, or I don't have a doctrine in, 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 in biblical scriptures. Uh, I'm not a scribe or a Pharisee or, or a Sadducee. Uh, I'm not learned or schooled in the Bible, but I've got enough sense to know uh, that if you don't make yourself ready to get to heaven, you won't get there. You won't do it. You, you won't do it. Now, you might badly fool me when I'm standing up there from in front of St. Peter waiting to go through the pearly gates. I may look around and might see a few of you, but I wonder who I won't see. You know, I started to say earlier, do you know how many people's names are on the church roll here tonight that ain't no way they're going to get to heaven? If they get there, they're going to get turned away. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Oh, let me tell you something. If, if you sit there and, and, and Christ stands before you and he, and he gives you them very words, what are you going to say? Forgive me, Father. I failed you. Oh, let me get down here on my knees and let me pray to you just one more time. Oh, allow me this opportunity to, to enter into the kingdom. I know I've lived a bad life and I know I've not served you in a way that you need to be served and I know I've not went to church and I'm not assembled with your people and I know I'm not doing the things that you want me to do but if you give me one more chance I promise I'll do better I'll study I'll make myself ready because I need to get to this point in my life that I need to be in heaven but I never knew you I never knew you you know Jesus is talking to his disciples at this time and he, he had went through uh, they were on the mountain he went through the Beatitudes of, uh, of, and, and going through parables of speaking to them, uh, uh, educating them, if you would, trying to make them ready for, for what was to come in their lives. Oh, let me tell you something, Brother Clarence. Oh, the teacher that he was on that mountain to them disciples. Let me tell you something. They drawed a lot of knowledge up from that mountain that day. They knew when their Heavenly Father spoke, they listened. And they knew what he had to say had some meaning to it. And they knew when they cut off that mountain, they had been in the presence of God Almighty. They knew that. They knew that. 
Christ was trying to prepare his disciples. Trying to make sure that they was getting ready. He knew one day he wasn't going to be in their midst any longer. He knew that his day was coming, that he was going to have to leave them and ascend to heaven and know that that he would leave the Holy Ghost behind. The Holy Ghost would have to enlighten their lives. But without the faith and making yourself ready to make your way to God Almighty and the kingdom of heaven, there was no way they was going to ever let the Holy Ghost come into their life without that faith and making herself ready. They could have stayed in an upper room and not went out on that feast of Pentecost, a yearly uh, a feast that they would all make arrangements and they would have make journeys to, to go celebrate. It was a yearly thing, just like, just like the 4th of July for us. We celebrate that. But they made mention and they made a journey because they knew something was cooking during that feast. They knew that those... Thousands and thousands of people was going to be gathered from all nations and from all walks of life and from different languages. But they knew when the Holy Spirit showed up, praise be to God, one language, all languages became one and all people became one. Thousands were saved during that time. I just wonder, is that enough for them? They stopped in Clarence and went back their way and went back to their hut or or wherever it is that they came from? Uh, or did they yearn to know more about this man named Jesus? Do we as God's people, Marie, do we, do we yearn to know more about Christ? I know that you do because you're all here tonight. And, and, and most of you here tonight knows more than I do. I am a learning in process, let me tell you. But I know without a shadow of a doubt that all that's here tonight has that yearning to know just a little bit more and to make their way just a little bit better when it comes their time to leave this world. I asked for a prayer request tonight for Kathy's niece on top of the world. For some reason, the world failed. And not just for her, for the family. You sit there and ask yourself, why did this happen to me? I was, I was, I was healthy and... And, 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 and things were just going so good. I was on top of the world. Things were good. What happened? The world happened. Now it's time for her to start drawing strength from our Heavenly Father. Because without Him, her journey is going to be a tough one, to say the least. That God's people around her is going to be tough. One day she's going to be laying on her back in that hospital and she's going to be looking up at her Heavenly Father asking, Lord, help me. Please, God, help me. You know how many times that's happened over the past hundred years of people laying in hospital beds looking up because they're laying flat on their backs so they're looking up to heaven. God help me. Please help me get better. They need to be asking, God, make myself ready. Whatever your will is, make myself ready. I've not done what I need to do in this world to be ready to go to heaven. I, there, there's more things that I've got to do to to be able to pass this course, if you will, uh, uh, to be able to make the grade, I guess would be a good way to put it, to, to get to where I need to be, uh, to be able to enjoy what God's got laid aside for me. That's the kingdom of heaven. Streets of gold, the Bible tells us. Uh, it's an amazing place, they say. Uh, uh, walls of jasper. Uh, oh, let me tell you, the jewels, that's all that's in the, inside the pearly gates is unmentionable. But, but you know something? Uh, I don't know what it's going to look like, but one day we will. And I pray that we're all schooled up. We've got all of our homework completed. We've got everything ready to go. We've got our suitcase packed. Because one day, and you bank on this, if I've ever given you a stock tip, 
Bet on this one. Invest everything in what I'm about to tell you right now. One day you're leaving this place. And we're not going to get out of this wall without leaving and without dying. Because that's one thing as God's people are appointed, we're going to die one day. We're all appointed that. Used to be a song on the radio, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. You sit there, and, and, and at the, during that time when that song was popular, when I was a young lad, uh, I didn't know much about church or Christ or heaven. I, I enjoyed uh, hearing and hearing that song, enjoyed singing it, but I didn't really know the meaning of it. But you know how many church people want to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die? Church, let me tell you something. We ought to have that yearning to look upon the face of our Heavenly Father. Something that we all should be striving for. Because one day we're going to be looking upon it. And he's going to give us a glorified body on top of that. He's made that promise to me. And, and of all the promises and, and covenants that he's made in the scriptures, he's made one that I really like. He's promised me a glorified body. And let me tell you something, church. You're looking at a man that needs one. This old body's getting wore out. The older I get, the rougher it gets. And, and, and the story is true for a lot of people that's in this room here tonight. But let me say this. He has made you a promise that things are going to get better. What a blessing to know that things are going to get better. There's not going to be no rioting in heaven. There's not going to be no stealing, no thugs, no, no, no profanity, no cursing, no blasphemies, no nothing. Everything will be precious in the eyes of God. It'll all be light. No need for darkness, the Bible tells us, because Christ will be our light. What a blessing to know that His His shone is going to be so bright it will never dim. What a blessing it is to know that. He woke me up this morning wondering, Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do with this? I tell you, young lad, I tell you what I want you to do with it. Teach your people. Tell them what I expect from them as Christians and those who love me. Those who stand before God's people and testifies my name in their name, knowing that one day they're going to be looking upon the face of Jesus. And if you want to go where I'm going, you better make yourself ready. If we don't tell those that we love, listen, listen. If we don't tell those that we love that there's more to it than just getting your name put on a save card, we're letting Christ down. You're failing Jesus. Yeah, I said it. You're failing Jesus, because he's dependent on us. Yes, he can put scripture in a lot of people's hearts. And he can put the Holy Spirit in anybody's heart. that allows it to come in. The old devil can take it away just as fast as it comes in. And that's what's going on in a lot of our people's hearts and minds today. On top of the world one minute, and in the basement in the next. Better make yourself ready, church. And don't build your house on sand. You know, my roots and my my experience in this world is in the construction industry. And I know that if you don't put them on a firm foundation, it's not going to stand up for you. You're going to get settlement. It's going to settle. Settlement causes cracking. Cracking causes damages. And if you put it on a firm foundation, it'll be there the day comes. Are you putting your Christian life on a firm foundation? Or have you got it built on sand? How many people do you know here tonight that's got their walk with the Lord on sand? One hard share is all it's going to take, hope. And the sand's going to get washed under their feet. And they won't have nowhere to stand. People pray for those people. Please do. The only thing's going to get them through what's going on in their lives. I can't tell you how many church members that we have 
falls under that category today. That, that, that right now their foundation is on sand and, and it may feel good under their feet, Patsy, and it does. Uh, I know everybody in here today has went barefooted uh, in sand in some form, shape, or fashion, either on the beach or, or wherever it may have been, uh, but it feels good on your feet. That feel-good feeling goes away. The storm comes. The Bible tells us we'll have tribulations this whole world. Be of good cheer, overcome the world. That good to know. Ain't that good to know that the one that's overcome the world is the very one that's going to make us ready to get into heaven? Huh? What a teacher, church. Can you believe that if you just allow him to teach you in the ways that he's going to get you to heaven, it don't get no better than that. No better than that. And it said, And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, people were astonished at his doctrine, at his teaching. Church, I know that if, 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 if you've been to church a lot in your life, you know the one thing that will split a church is, is a pastor's own doctrine. Let me tell you something. There's no such a thing as anybody's doctrine except our Father's in heaven. He's earned the right to teach his doctrine because that's who our doctrine is as a church, as a Baptist church, as God's people. Our doctrine is, 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 is Christ's doctrine. The same one that he taught his disciples will teach us. He's all right, Madonna. Don't worry about him. He's fine. He's fine. He bother me. I can't even hear him. Oh, I'd like to have some at We're saying. I hope and pray that the message has hit home with somebody here tonight. I hope and pray that we continue to prepare ourselves to get into heaven. Because, you know, can't never do enough. And when we get tired and worn out and just feel like, I just can't do no more, that's when he wants you to be at your best. It is, Gene. You've been out there in the fields, and I know you've worked your guts out like a barred mule, if you would, and you feel like you just couldn't go on. But if you sit and have a talk with Jesus, he'll get you that next step forward. He will. I've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. I took the next step. Let's stand, if you would. I'm going to put up a little invitation here this afternoon. If anybody wants to come to the altar and pray, somebody that's here that just ain't made their self ready yet to get to heaven. If he knocked on your door tomorrow, would you be ready? I'm not asking you that question. You need to ask yourself that question. Examine yourself, the Bible tells you. Examine yourself tonight. Are you ready to go to heaven? Have you made the necessary arrangements? Our flight's going to be taken off sometime. You have your ticket in hand. Let's pray. Father, uh, Lord, as I pray here tonight, I, I, I just want to open up the altar for, for anyone that needs to come to you and just, just talk to you a little bit. And for somebody's here tonight that don't know you from the free pardon of sin, I pray, Father, that, that they could just take this opportunity to, to, to get close to you and, and to be able to uh, take that step uh, and getting ready to go to heaven. Uh, there's so much that we need to do in our lives to, to make ourselves ready uh, uh, and uh, to, to be able to look upon your face. Uh, uh, we're going to go through trials and tribulations, and, and Lord, we're going to need your strength to draw from. Uh, that's a process that you give us, uh, that if we just uh, if we continue to make ourselves ready, you give us that strength to draw from, because our faith grows stronger. And when our faith grows stronger, we have strength to draw from in our time of need. Uh, we have people around us that will be there for us. Uh, when we call upon the name of Jesus, they'll rush to us knowing that there's, that there's a need in our lives. Without you, none of this is possible. Lord, I want to give you all the praise and honor and glory you so richly deserve. I want to thank you for 
being part of our lives. Most of all, I want to thank you for sending of your son to that old cross, Calvary. My sins and those that's around me sins. Father, I pray tonight that we're making ourselves ready. In Jesus' name I pray.